We are live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome. This is the Tailgate Takes Podcast. It's episode 36. The Packers got by the Lions. Joe Barry is standing on the ledge, and I'm about ready to give him the nudge he needs. The Brewers on a little bit of a tail. They're kind of falling apart here. Three in a row they've lost. The Cardinals have won 10 straight. The Derby didn't go so well. I'll uh, have an apology to all my friends and fans. But, uh, boys, it's Tuesday. Or, actually, it's Wednesday, and we are live on YouTube. How's it going? It is going well. I think we should go back into a little bit of the Derby um, about how stressful that whole last weekend was. Um, I want someone, and I want you guys to just – Tell the story, and then I'll give my version because I I get it. Maybe I don't know how the whole derby thing works, but I, I would like to hear you guys' version of what happened. I'll just say I've done it before, and I feel like I was just as stressed out, if not more stressed out, about getting the car going, and I wasn't even in it. Well... Things went really well as far as tearing the car apart. And then there there was just a couple of road bumps, you know, a couple of big speed bumps that came up, and we fried a bunch of battery wire. We almost burned it up out here in the yard. We – I don't understand, you know, but why? Ah, just lack of knowledge doing we, – we made a mistake. At some point, I apparently cut a ground when we were removing some parts of the car unknowingly. And then we had the battery terminals all hooked up. Everything was hooked up correctly, except we were missing a ground. So the battery was just feeding straight, you know, power or whatever and burning up everything. So, and then we got it in there and it just didn't want to run very well. We ended up forgetting the goddamn hose for the uh, air intake. We took that out to spray some ether in it Saturday afternoon, trying to get it started because it did not want to run. And then we left it here and got out to the Derby, and Paul Schlick, thankfully, just ripped the sensor off and said, screw it, keep it idling, or it's going to flood itself. And lo and behold, I got hit once, broke the battery box out. Uh, My battery went sliding underneath the dash and severed the fuel pump cord. So I apologize to all all fans of the tailgate takes car. Uh, It was a complete letdown. I'm embarrassed. I said I was done. Maybe I am. I've sat back and thought about it more the last couple of days, and I, just, I don't know. It's a lot of work. Like you said, you, you had an interview. You interviewed me after the oh yeah, after the I'm derby. Get it on here. Oh god, that's scary. But and we'll also, Taylor sat back and said that he was going to do it next year. I'll do it. And then five minutes later, said I ain't doing it. Hmm. Do you remember that statement? I remember when he said, Why did I say I wasn't going to do it? You said it's a lot more than you actually thought it was. You thought yeah, we would I have said like I, 12 cars. I didn't want to be like, I, I'm not capable of doing that, like building the car. Yeah. We said we'd build it for you and you'd run it. Yes, I'll do that. Well, we're going to have to do that. This Mark our year. words, episode 36. You heard it here. What is it? Taylor, we'll do it next year if we build him a car. About six minutes in. We're six minutes in, so, yeah, just be be prepared. I'm sure you guys are getting bored hearing about that eight-second ride I had. If I was in a bull ring, it probably would have been worth it, but 
It was a pretty piss poor showing. Once I can get the video onto my computer, we will be playing that on this podcast. Well, the one thing I guess I have that I did realize about the whole weekend, though, it was how much work, and I I appreciated all the help I got too. I mean, I get I appreciated I had help. I got to build it out here, Brandon, you, Joe, Dalton. Yeah, I mean, wasn't for me. It was all of it. It was all of it. Just kind of. It was. It made it all worth it. It made the weekend actually like fun. It was stressful, but it was fun. Let's bury the 2021 Derby. Car tailgate takes is done. It's flattened. It actually is now. It was a convertible before we left the fairgrounds that night. But let's get in to the Green Bay Packers. Joe Barry, the defense, the first half. Was that not the most pathetic thing to start the football game? Didn't it just make you think, here we go? God, I hate him. I don't think it's his fault. I think that there's some weird stuff that happened with that hiring process. I mean, he's got the same guys that Petten had. Petten had actually a solid – I mean, they were, like, closing in on a top-10 defense. So here's one scenario. Now we're nothing. Here's one scenario that I've pondered as being a possibility – and a possible bright spot, and maybe the reasoning they were a little better in the second half. One, they need to have a lead to play, I guess, because their theory evolves around the fact that you're going to do, they'll give you like 15 play drives and assume that you're going to mess up at some point. Yeah, and that's the problem because we keep Aaron Rodgers off the field when our defense can't get a, like, quick yeah. three and out we can and i'd say that's probably an issue especially when you're dealing with teams in the first half and you're they're scripting for that like they get to watch you do something for how many games and then they get to script the whole first quarter to doing that and then when they get off script bad things happen this game it happened in the second half when the packers finally took the lead it started raining Goff made some outrageous mistakes and they got off script, and they got all messed up. <clears throat> but if that's the case, then that's that's on that's on Barry. The other thought I had was, well, sometimes defenses are kind of like like old pitchers. Look at what Wainwright's doing. Look at what Lester's doing. Like you, have, it takes like all year to get warmed up and get into a rhythm and then hopefully they peak at the end of the year. How else could you explain the fact that Savage and Amos have essentially just disappeared after the end of last year being probably the best safety tandem in the league and ranking really high at both of them at, towards the end of the year as good safeties? Savage has been non-existent. Amos has been weak. Amos has not been. Not Rayshon been Gary has done nothing. He's we made a no, couple we pressures. No pass rush. Preston Smith really has done nothing. Kevon, or Devondre Campbell, I said in the first quarter or first half of the game that he's is terrible. He ended up having a pretty good game, but he does not look. Pick. He doesn't look good. No, well, it's not. It's not that name that you that you're thinking of either. He's old. Who is? Who was it? I just saw today too. They were My talking. biggest thing is they have zero pressure. That's why they're bringing in the. They brought in Taco Charlton these guys for these visits because why did you think you were going to have pressure what about dean lowry and tyler lancaster the last two years has been like 
ah, they're going to really come through How this year. How about Tyler Lancaster getting blown five yards off the ball on fourth and one? Try six yards. Disgusting. How about uh, DeAndre Swift leaping Kevin King and, like, leaving him in the, I mean, just made him if look Kevin re- King. Dude, dude I, thought somebody was gonna take, I thought somebody was going to take him out. He was so bad. That fourth quarter, I thought, I thought he would be just embarrassed. Stokes I'll give him credit. Like, he came back and did something positive in the second half. He played why, damn why, hard. But. The thing that, that puzzles me is in the preseason, Stokes didn't get any action. But now, now you're going to play him, and you play him with King, and then that touchdown to Cephas, what LaFleur said, it was all on Kevin King. Makes no sense. And now you're just supposed to expect their communication I to have no right idea on. why they didn't play in the preseason. I can't figure it out. The only logic behind it, I think, is they're treating these first few games as a kind of preseason, and they thought maybe they'd just be able to get away with it. Knowing they had the Which extra game at the end I of the year. I don't 100% extra, disagree. Extra and- I don't disagree with it because I don't know. It's kind of the same way Craig's handling things right now. It's like, I'm not going to... It's their job not to crumble around the pressure, to do what is best, and if we, have, if we really think about what are the biggest issues with at the end of the year with the Packers or any Packer team in the past, or the Brewers, or any Brewer team in the past, it's been what? You went, you've got fatigued, you've got injured, stupid injuries in the early in the season. I just They are. They're pointless. Because when you get to the end of the year, what are you thinking about? You're not thinking about the first six weeks of the season. Well, you don't, yeah, you don't have to go 13. It's a wildly three. different team. It's way different. It's a, it's a different team. It always is. So with that being said... I don't know. The defense looks terrible, but we know the players in there have produced. I just don't get how you have that many, like, I mean, really, it's Pro Bowl talent. And you think? And you can't, like, we can't stop anybody? Well, I'm wondering, how how is Lancaster the best guy that you can get? I don't know. You can't know. tell me that there's not a better guy out there well, on a practice squad or a defense here, on a free agent that's that's better than him. Here's a name that was held out of practice today. Linebacker Jamie Collins from the Lions. Good player. He was held out of practice today because there's teams in talks with trades with the Lions about Jamie Collins. Do you think the Packers may be one of them? That's what they've been rumored is for trades, but I can't see. They're going to have to make some kind of a move. And I know you don't want to trade within the division, but when you're rebuilding like the Lions are, you, why don't the you do it? The thing is, their offensive line is actually really good. It is. And they're gonna that offensive line is going to keep them in games. they got two good backs. The quarterback's not terrible. If Goff doesn't – okay, the thing that, that annoys me is the defense didn't even really make plays in the second half. It was kind of just oh, it was Detroit just wild making own mistakes. bad plays. It was wild Fumbling mistakes. a snap by by uh, Goff. The interception and was And the interception was, was just – we finally got pressure late, and he just threw a bad pass. And didn't he fumble another one where he was he just dropped the ball? Yeah, he, he, his arm was coming forward and just threw it down, and it was co- ruled incomplete. But still, our defense didn't really make plays to to force those turnovers. And it's like the second half, you know, at halftime, supposedly the floor is like, you, you got to change things up. Yeah. You can't just be doing press cover or just do coverage because seven four guys is not working. I see, think I might want to see – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying that's that's the thing. That's the other thing. Barry was told at halftime, 
dude, you got to change it up. Like, you have to. Like, when your head coach is telling you that week two, isn't that kind of a sign that you might not last very long? I mean, I liked it. I could see him. I could see him being in. Yeah, I mean, that was. I'm glad Lafleur's not like. <laughs> now Lafleur's going to be running the defense too. He's going to be first six quarters. Have it all in there. We're as bad as it could, it could get. The defense. Fifty some points. Fifty what? Fifty five points. Fifty five points. Fifty eight points over six quarters. Yeah, it's. It was. It was just the way the game started. 25. I literally sat back and I'm like, Jesus Christ, here 55. we go. Here we go. Yeah, so they've given up, what was that, six six uh, passing touchdowns within the first. What was it? It was six passing touchdowns in six quarters or something like that or less than that. But it's it's just treacherous. I mean, we've seen it over and over. And like you say, how do we not pay Casey Hayward? Oh, that's a bad one. That vet minimum, but you pay Kevin King. Micah Hyde. Well, no, Casey no, Hayward. No, no, Casey Hayward like, this year. Got paid like a mill. They could have signed him for half of what to? Kevin the King Raven, did. The Raiders. Oh, Jesus, I figured he was retired. No, he didn't. Oh, my God. These are the small type of things that you can. They you, don't. I don't understand don't, why you don't go do that. You don't. You don't ask, or you just... They're so anti-signing veteran corners and veteran receivers. So anti it. Like, what year in the last 15 years, if you're a Packer fan, where they couldn't have used, even if he ended up being a third, but veteran, solid corner? And why wouldn't that just be part of your shuffle every single year? Why? Why wouldn't it be? Why would you not be begging Richard Sherman to come to you? Why? Because you're worried about who? Who are you worried about? Not developing. That's, who? That's what I don't understand. Kevin King? I mean, we know who he is. You can't develop something. I'm not, not going to say what's going through my head. We gotta, I think we I gotta think build you a fucking sliding hill. Last year, save that money. Last year was your biggest with thing in that in that game. And then he did against the Lions. Just a terrible play against I mean, Cephas. Remember that? You see that? I just. I don't like. What are we? Are we saving Shannon Sullivan, hoping he turns into something? Like, what is he going to turn into? I think Starks be, or Stokes becomes a starter here, and seems yes. I think things are going to lock down. I think they'll be better. The way it sounds, why King inside? My question is, why would you not go beg Richard Sherman? Beg. Isn't he in trouble right now? Well, yeah, but we where were the next? We'll year? stay out of that. Yeah, he got into a little bit of a thing where he said he was going to kill himself, and he's blacked out drunk, and he kind of, sort of. Um, you don't know what you kidnapped his family, oh, but oh, yeah, see, I think their biggest thing was, you was did you get if you get <laughs> so you, when you got oh. Stokes and then you get and then if you had another corner it's the opposite side of him, mistake. if you would have got Casey Hayward <laughs> and you had Stokes and Stokes turns out, then they could play Jair in that star role that they always want to do. Yes, roll him around. <clears throat> yeah, and that, yeah, I think that's a fair possibility now. If Kevin King could just be what he was before, I. uh and that could cause more turnovers because I think Jair, as awesome as it is to set and just destroy one half of the field and essentially take it all away, it would be nice if the other side wasn't so bad. So if that's the case, it kind of defeats the purpose. So I, I would almost prefer him being in the middle and causing more issues and, and causing hopefully some turnovers because 
he is way too – he's not Richard Sherman. No. Like, he's closer to what Charles Woodson was. He doesn't have the hand – or he doesn't have the, the ball skills or, like, the hand-eye coordination as Woodson. But he has, like – he tackles really well. That's what I was going to say. Could you just put him at safety and try it out? You would you would uh, you would delete hopefully the problem with the tight end issue that they always have. Like Kittle is going to kill somebody. This like this would be the week to try it. He hasn't done well yet. Kittle. Yep. Yeah. So well, you just wait. You get to go against gonna, the Packers. Yep. And and granted that throw that they had on De- uh, Devondre Campbell. There's maybe three tight ends in the league that could make that play, and he's one of them. Maybe four. And it was just a hell of a throw. But, I mean, I would say the defensive-wise for Campbell on that play was, was really good. And he, yeah, he I think he gave up 10, stared him down 10 passes of 11. Who are you talking about? What are you talking about? When Goff threw a pick to Campbell? No, Devondre Campbell to Hawkinson. Oh, yeah, was When pass. he was covering, he, he caught 10 passes for like 40-something yards. Well, it was a good pass when he went over top on with Cephas to Kevin King. But it's like, why are you getting beat over top by Cephas? Kevin King. Oh, he's I mean, he bad. couldn't even outrun Big Ten corners. What are we doing? That was the most Did he ever go over the top on any Big Ten corner? He was like a, just a solid possession receiver. He just turned his back, and then you could see him backpedaling, just his hands in why the is he, Why is he always flailing around? I mean, he's just the longest, weirdest extremities. He's always just like, did you see the beginning of that play? It was a slant and go. He pulled a slant off the line. Kevin King looked like someone possibly shot him. Yeah. I mean, he was stumbling around for 10 yards. What's his leash? I mean, they, they already... He's done. I think he lost it. I think he's done. I think Stokes is the starter now. Stokes if it's is not, starter, it's but I mean, I'm just saying, like, when it, when's enough enough? I mean, they, they yeah, cut did. him. I don't know. You don't have much... I mean, if there's anything behind him, let's play him. Because, I mean, look at what they did yesterday. Jay Sternberger. Toodaloo. Well, We're hoping to sign was, him back to the practice squad. That was squad, easily but, predictable. Well, yeah, the, you know, well, the next guy probably but, in line is that Gene Charles, but he's been on the, the inactive, I think, every week. That guy that got out of Appalachian State, that's sixth or seventh rounder. Maybe they go crazy and make a trade here too. That's a maybe they go get I Gilmore. Know. I yes. don't under I don't yeah. understand the obsession with not bring trying to bring in veteran cornerbacks from elsewhere. Because it it seems to work for other teams. Like it does. Like I see other positions, like, okay, don't go maybe sign It's like they're open to it with every other position besides receiver and cornerback. The only the only thing I would you, say you, you go get Mercedes Lewis. What is he? Is he? Is he stunted the growth of Sternberger? Are we blaming Sternberger on Mercedes because he's hasn't got enough playing time? What I would say about vets and stuff is it goes against tradition. We've never done that. Why start now? Yeah, I think that's it's how they, dumb. That's how they always talk. Tradition, tradition. Okay, well, let's go win now. Let's go win on something. Bring somebody in. Let's win now. If this is but it, it doesn't Rogers cost them anything. It, you how could you argue? It, like, there's nothing – the only thing I understand is if they're saying that it, it, it would stunt the development of younger guys. And I get that in certain times. I don't know if it really – But they don't have much more for stunt younger problem. guys. I'd say more of, like, the but moral and problem. And it's a seven-position, seven person-deep position. Like, you can yeah. put one guy in there and not keep the undrafted free agent corner that you keep every single year. Like, I've seen them – I've seen a, just a – a poll, or not a poll, but like a, a link, and it said top five uh, trade targets, possible, whatever, and it had James Washington of Pittsburgh going to the Packers. And I would say the last thing we need right now is wide receivers because 
The only thing that Rodgers is targeting is Devontae and Cobb and Tanyan. I, he, hasn't, he hasn't hit. If he would have hit MVS, one of the two. He'll hit them, though. Get, if they get that throw down. That like would be my better. fantasy football pickup of the week. If you want a sleeper, I would say MVS might be a guy you want because Rodgers even made it in his press conference where he said if he wouldn't have missed him, he would have had two or three touchdowns. The yeah. Packers' offense is predictable, too. It's like you need to establish the run because everyone's going to play too high. And then they'll run, 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 and then Rodgers will slowly and meticulously pick them apart, and then they'll go big. But they have to get the momentum in the early parts where they're they're gaining yards. They're, Jones is getting a couple first downs because Rodgers, it just takes time for him to get going. I mean, right now, his the biggest thing coming out of the draft is is a hit on Stokes so far, but Josh Myers. Well, and Royce they Newman, you have and two Royce starters Newman. on two the starters. line. Well, I mean, but, but for Myers... To go into a role that fast and pick up on on Rogers' his little quirks and all of his tendencies, yeah, is crazy. Seems to be playing well, but too. he's I think he's rated third out of offensive linemen. I don't, it might be just centers, but he's he's phenomenal. But we need to have he's third of if all we get, offensive if we linemen. Get, <laughs> what did we? Elton into? Jenkins better be like one double triple. I think a. he's I think he's just of centers. Yeah, he's either third. So it's either third of all rookie offensive linemen, but I don't want to say that because I don't know how many rookies there are. I wonder if my subscription's still good on uh, Pro Football Focus. But then uh, a new injury today is Elton Jenkins. No, he's what ankle injury so today? He's not playing. So he's gonna be held out all week, and then they're okay. gonna they're gonna he'll play assess no. on Sunday. He'll be fine. So he'll they're not play. playing him. So he was injured on Sunday. That's 20 bucks, But he played through it. And then LeFleur said he's going to hold him out all week. And then they're, so who he, knows? Maybe He's a, maybe he's a guy that doesn't Friday. need to have all the extra practice. That guy just they, – they threw him in at center. They threw him in at guard. They threw him in at tackle. They, the only thing he's that – played it, every spot. You don't want him to miss this. I mean, you don't want him to get hurt, but this is a bad game to have him out just because of that, off Bosa. that defensive line. You gotta have something. Like, I don't know what side Bosa will be on, but well, he rotates. But the thing is, if you fill his spot, it's Billy gonna be T. yeah. You're gonna be filling it with Billy Turner. Billy Turner is no Elton Jenkins, but he's also probably one of the better backups in the league. Wasn't he playing right tackle? That's Dennis. Dennis Kelly. Okay, I thought I saw a fucking Dennis. Thought I saw Bill, big Billy Turner out there. Must well, he could have been. I must have been hallucinating on Miller Lite because I had a few Monday. Yeah, you like them. It's delicious. But, I mean, Rodgers ranked 30th or 34th in QBs and PFF. I mean, that week one just 57. hurt him tremendously, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, if, he, if, if you go in healthy with an offensive line that's healthy against – against the Niners if you have Elton we can run the football give me yeah give me Aaron Jones and and AJ Taylor Dylan. agent yeah AJ Dillon he looks he still looks better and better like that guy cannot be tackled oh by week five he's gonna week five who's gonna want to mess with him because he's gonna get he's gonna get a lot more carries Aaron Jones on Monday night was exceptional, though. How about the announcers trying to act like – like, I like Jamal Williams a lot, but they were acting like it was a giant loss. 
Well, I think it was like a locker room loss more than anything. It maybe he's not. Like, he's not AJ Dillon. He's not AJ Dillon. Good. I don't think. I don't. I don't know that he's as good as that Kalen Hill or whatever. Kylan. Yeah, you are right. Billy Turner starting right tackle. Dennis so so. second string. I was like, I thought Billy because he threw the one touchdown. I'm pretty sure it was the one to Bob Tanyan, and then he looked and did this like little thing at pointed at his left arm, and it was. He said it was something between him and Billy. His press conferences were awesome, though. Who? Aaron Rodgers on Monday night after that, when that reporter cut his ass off, and he oh, like, so you looked, liked his attitude. I was fine with it because it's finally like, yes, all right, you. I, not, I'm not saying he never gave a shit, but when he looks at somebody and says, "I'm not done yet," and then yeah, pauses a for a second, and then goes, "Go ahead," he's pretty much just saying, "I'm in charge. Like I will be fine. Don't worry about me." I was fine with it. I, I'm excited to see that fire in him. Not to just sit back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I I played a lot better tonight. No, he owned up to the mistakes. He even had a couple bad throws. He talked about missing MVS. Oof, if he would have just hit on one of them. Oh, the one he threw behind him by, like, 10 yards, but then I think it was Aaron Jones got the next play and scored a touchdown. But Aaron Jones just had a spectacular night. His dad, losing his dad this year. Well, how did no one know about that? What's that? His dad dying? I didn't know I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't actually remember that either. I remember it coming out, but I didn't I didn't know the whole details about him having COVID or any of that stuff. And I just thought it was insane that he had that little like a little urn necklace on, lost it on second touchdown, and then the the uh the field staff found it at like one thirty in the morning. A, wow. Uh, trainer. So get this. Yeah, Josh cool. Myers ranked fourth out of 33 centers. Elton Jenkins is eighth out of 74 tackles. Royce Newman is 53rd, 53rd out of 69 guards. John Runyon graded out pretty well in the last game. Kevin King is 83rd out of 103 corners. Eric Stokes is ranked ninth out of 103 corners. They ranked him really high Stokes. last game, yeah. Two big pass breakups. Savage and Amos are 39 and 34. Like I said, below average. Barnes is 54th of 85. Devontae Campbell is ranked 12th out of 85. Tyler Lancaster and Kingsley Keekley are 91st and 110th on the interior. Dean Lowry is somehow ranked 69th. Kenny Clark is ranked seventh. Rayshon Gary is fifty second out of one hundred and one, and Preston Smith actually ranked ninth out of one hundred and one. He's ranked, he's graded out pretty well. That's surprising. I mean, you get a bunch of. I mean, you look at these grades last year at the end of the year. You had a bunch of people in first. Yeah. Well, did you guys watch uh, Pat McAfee yesterday with Rogers? Yep. Watched it. Oh, I listened to it this morning. Oh, yeah, I watched it. One of my favorite quotes that came from that was from Devontae Adams, and he said, we're just getting started. Yeah, that was kind of – So that kind of just made me sit chilling. back, and I was like, Phew. Yeah, I was bone chilling. I'll have another beer to that one. God, I love it. I got I chills that. when I seen him at the uh, opening ceremony when the Jets flew over, and they looked at each other and kind of, like, had that smirk, and then they did their handshake, and I was like, that was kind of fucking freaky. They were jacked up. They are ready to go. So I'll say – when I watched his press conference at the end, I was a little annoyed. I'm like, okay, dude, let's get, like, relax. You played terrible last week. 
and you cause quite the ruckus in the offseason. Like, you don't – but what he was referring to mostly in that is how he was annoyed that your Michael Finley gets to run his mouth and talk shit. He must have some huge beef with him. Well, he's just a loser. He, he and he's is just a loser. mentally, mentally not there. I just love how he's the trolls, like calling them trolls, and how they just spew bullshit and chicken shit, and and then you get people that get offended and all that. And it's like, well, you are reporting that. So when you are saying things that he deems incorrectly or, you know, misleading, well, he, you just post whatever gets said because you can say former teammate and anything they say gets ran out because they, they he was a former teammate he was in the huddle with them and also I haven't even watched what Jermichael Finley said so you don't he, even I'm, who I'm knows not giving how him it, who knows how it got said and who knows how the reporters ran every, yeah everything too. just gets interpreted so much different and I'm sure he said something because he's said a bunch of shit that's just over the years it's you can tell him and Rogers don't get along well. I don't know why. I thought that they would have got along well, better. I think but he thinks that he ran him out. For whatever reason, why you'd want to run him out. He got hurt. He was, like, never going to play. Neck injury. It was kind of like, wasn't it like Nick Collins kind of deal? It was exactly like that. So, I mean, you, it's not, wasn't his, maybe he's pissed saying that Rodgers got him hurt. And Is that what you're saying? That's, I mean, that's possible. That's possible. He's saying you ruined my career by throwing that ball over the middle. I hadn't and really I thought about that, but yeah, he kind of did lead him into it, didn't he? So, I mean, he, kinda, took a, I mean he took a funny shot. You got but, Greg Jennings coming out and taking shots at him too before. Yeah, they don't. They just don't. Greg Jennings is obviously well. It's also a little bit suspicious when when like then you hear Jermichael Finley has a new podcast. Okay, well then it's pretty easy to know why you're making news up. Which if that's the case, then you're a freak. And you just want people to follow, yeah. Greg Jennings is obvious. Greg Jennings went out and hired a, t- a talent agency or an agency that told him, here's a deal, here's how you get on TV. Yeah. Made a good run at it, acted like a freak for a few years. Yeah. Get he's your kinda, wife talking and tweeting. Yeah, he's kind of disappeared into, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But the way Rodgers acts, he's wildly in, well, he's I can wildly see. intelligent. He could make he makes people feel dumb pretty easily. Yeah. I, oh, I sit there and sometimes when he sits and talks, it's like get to the point. Like you don't need to articulate it into. You don't need to make a. I feel like I'm always going back statement and forth into a hundred. Yeah, it's statement. like it's like yeah, you do sound kind of like a douchebag, but you're not wrong. I don't understand why you're wasting so much time on this shit. Like, dude, whatever. Get over it, cause you. The pro, the thing I don't like is that's disingenuous. But that he talks about is where he wants to make sure we think he doesn't care what people think about him. When it's like, okay, oh, dude, you obviously so do. Like he cares so much. Whatever. It's okay, like, I don't care that you care. Or like I think, and then he always goes back to there was no social media. The only thing there was back in the day was MySpace and all that stuff. And and it's just like, and I get that social media has made it hard on professional athletes. But it's like, if you don't want to. You know, take the backlash and deal with all that shit. Well, then find something else to do because you're gonna get but criticized you, in all yeah. of it. So here's here's but here's an interesting one. Um, it's just kind of like it's like the result of social media. It's on the it's it's twofold. It's like it gives people an avenue to you know blow up or or 
get your own word out, but it also gives an avenue for you to communicate directly with the fans who instead were getting blacked out and opening their fridge and just talking shit to a wall can now actually say it to you. So we are we're, we're watching the first group of athletes ever go through this type of scrutiny that they have to directly interact. They don't have to, but how many times did you make a status about something and not read the comments that got commented? You know, like read them every time. It's just natural. Like you want to see what this just in. Aaron Rodgers is coming to Lacrosse, Wisconsin, on Friday, October first, for the tapping of the golden keg. Yeah, I mean, see, like, no, there we go. We could maybe get about a thousand people to follow and like it because that statement was made. People in Lacrosse would be like, "What? Rodgers is coming to coming to Lacrosse for Oktoberfest?" No, I don't even know. No, he's I mean, not. That wasn't I'm, the point I'm trying to make. But I'm just the saying point that, I'm trying to make is it's human nature to do it. You never, we've never seen people have to go through it. But, like, watch Pat McAfee's interview with Aaron Andrews, and it's like, it happens to everybody. She is, like, I was, like, to weirded say out. the F word. Did you watch it? I haven't seen all of it. I've seen a couple clips, but. Watch the whole thing. I was, like, kind of weirded out. I kind of thought, like, maybe someone needs to talk to her and, like, tell her that she's not, like, a loser. Because she would, like, you could tell that it was, like, in her head and she was having problems with how much shit gets talked about her. Oh yeah, well then there. And was... even Pat was like, "Turn it off," and she's like, "I like wouldn't." She'd kind of like it's kind of the same things when you see Rogan have like famous guests, and you don't, you've never really got that perspective before. But like when in these long form communications, like Rogan. Oh God, Jesus, Mickey. Me. A little bit to the left. No, your left, baby freak. That way. Your left. Yeah, bring it where it's like straight on. Bring it there. But these long form, you get the these long form conversations, nice you get today. deep in with these, you get way deeper in with these celebrities, and it's like, I think this messes with all their brains. Bad. Well, you're on. And Rogers is like the big breaking. Stage. You're on the big stage with everything that you do. Or he's gotten to the point where he's like, "This is my last few years. Like, I'm not sitting back because he sat silent for how long." You go out to dinner. People speculate about where you went, what yeah. you ate, how much you tipped. They, everything. I mean, look at the Raiders. They've been shit on all all season because they're terrible tippers out in Las Vegas. The Raiders. They, yeah, there was this all this big shit that was coming around where like, I don't know if it was strippers or dancers or bartenders or what, but the the Raiders are terrible tippers. Restaurants. Uh-oh. Mickey, you chicky, better lock chicky, your dog chicky. up. That sounds like a chicken almost got eaten. If you're on, if you're on here, give us a little comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know who you are. If you're listening on the podcast, jump over to YouTube, subscribe, was, catch us when we're live. It was funny this weekend, though. I will say how many teams played really well in week one that played like absolute shit week two, and how many teams that played really poorly in week one played so much better in week two i mean it, it was just you had the saints got killed by the panthers this week i mean sam darnold uh, he got a he got a new look and he is looking pretty good with the panthers yeah could Steelers be got killed by the raiders i don't care what the score was they were i watched that whole game they got beat up and down all around you had the bills got their ass kicked in week one came back and just killed I think Miami or whoever they played. I think they took out Tua. And then the Packers came back, played well. The Titans played well. I mean, what did what did Derrick Henry have? He had like three. Like 190, but it was like some, all in the second half. Some crazy game. So is your is – your, like we talked the meter of like fear, upset. Are you, are you still leaning like you guys 
half like you were like a four uh oh we got some we got some stuff going on get out of there get out of there i think that deserves a shock oh my god jesus are you gonna let him get in She's fixed. There's some fornication. Well, I don't think she should have anything inserted into her at the moment. Jesus Christmas. Oh, my God. Well, they're, at least <laughs> they're both the Saints look terrible. Thank God Bo doesn't do that. That would make life <laughs> so much more difficult. Uh, You're going to have babies or puppies with him. Yeah, I'd like to. It just took too long. But so, like, so the panic meter, that's what we were calling it. I think I was, like, down there. I'm still, I'm still panicked with the the defense. It's the defense is right scary. now. It looks to like every other season, our offense is gonna have to. We just win in a shootout. Mickey, great job on the spreadsheet here. Yeah, it should be spreadsheet is done all the way through week eighteen. God, what a stud! When did you do that? Yesterday, I did an absolute pathetic job on my picks this week. So I think it was like eight and seven. Yeah, picks. Picks. Uh, oh, you were a week ten two and six. Was ten and six. Ten and six in week two. Yeah, you Taylor were six eight and, and ten eight, last and I was week. eleven and five. We actually had a better week than last week. Yeah, week one was. Yeah, I, I had a terrible Sunday afternoon slate. Week one, Taylor seven and nine. I was <clears> six and ten, and I go six and ten. Yikes! Oh, Mickey, I did want to argue with you on something. The Giants in Washington, you picked Giants as an underdog? See, I think you guys got my damn thing. I right. thought we decided that um, when you pick an underdog, they have to win money line. That's why you get the extra points for it. I thought we took that out. Because you were saying underdog money line. Yeah, but it's like you're picking an underdog to win. Well, so you don't get the underdog points. You just get the right. Because the, the points win, don't matter, dude. You had me the points make it not an underdog. The points make it even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's still green because I'm, I get, I don't get the underdog, but I get the spread. No, when you pick an underdog, you're picking an underdog to win. That's why you get the bonus points. Yes, but but I still get the pick right. I just don't. I no. get the pick right, but not the underdog no. points. No. Because then, then why even pick the team? Control the dog. Uh-oh. Control the dog. <laughs> because you get how many points? You get uh, T-bagging. You get five. <laughs> and you're forced to do one a week. That's the point. You lose if you don't get it. But you get five if you win it. Yes, I know what you're saying. But I should still get one point for picking the Giants to cover the spread. No. And then if you get that underdog right, you get five no, points. I disagree. If you're picking an underdog to get five points, then you should be punished if it loses by getting zero. Because you the points are gone. Yeah, you do the get points punished. You don't get five points. No, points are gone. The spread is gone. You've picked the money line game. That's the point of the underdog. So then a lock, so lock means nothing because you have to cover the spread. The lock is just identifying one game that you are so certain about that you're willing to get three points because it's an important thing because you only get one a week. Yeah, but if you don't cover the spread, then you might as well not – you might as well take away the points. Dude. Why the f- Oh, dude. Because you're making it equal. No. Why would you make a lock matter on points? This is the first time okay, I have so, not so, been So in you're an telling argument. me I can go in and Cleveland la- that last week. Watch I can make a lock on Houston at 12 and a half? Yeah, you could. Your lock is to win. I not to cover the that. spread. I would recommend that, yeah. No, it's stupid. What time is this? 
What are you talking about, dude? You're going in and making a lock. Okay, so our lock lock is in your lock is to is to cover the spread. Yeah, you could. I guess. Then what's the same as the underdog? No, the underdog is a money line bet. We talked about that specifically. I'm pretty sure we said we're taking that out because it's too much. No, we we had two separate things. But after that, I'm like, you were saying has to be money line. It has to be money line. It has to be money line. Has to be money line. It has to be money line. Or it's not worth five points. It's dumb. So then, so then, makes no sense. Last week, then, if Indianapolis, or no, let's say, who won last week? Conversation's over. You lost that bet. Mm-hmm. You lost that bet. Tennessee. We should all get five points because they were the underdog and they then they won. Were there were they our underdog picks? No. But you should. So you can only get underdog points for one team. Yes. I think you, that's you identify dumb. one underdog and some money line pick. I think that's dumb. No, it's not, Nikki. Because if you pick the spread on an underdog, it's the exact same thing. The spread is put there. Why don't to you not go be in a and... underdog? What are you talking about? Because you should get beneficial if your team. If you no. pick underdogs, no, it makes no sense. If you, why would underdog weigh more than than a lock? No. Why would you get more points for an underdog than a lock then? Because what are you going to pick for a lock? A team that's favored. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. So you should get points for an underdog. No. If, dude, if it you makes are no your sense. Fan, if you're if you're going to take Houston <laughs> at if you're going to take Houston at a 12 and a half is, and they win, not you should get more points no. for that than Cleveland yes. at 12 and a half. Exactly. That's an underdog. If that's they more win. Points. If they win. Yeah. Folks, even if, if you don't put them as an underdog, you should still get the points. No. Just hit that Gamblers makes no Anonymous. Sense. I I, I, I said bet. I said I said if you are identifying an underdog, it's a money line bet. It's a money line bet. I, I, Why the fuck else would you get five dollars or five points? I only got eight games so you're, right last so week. But you guys get credit for ten. So I'll take last it. week, you took your underdog was the Panthers, and they won, and I won the bet. And if they only won, if they won by a field goal, you don't get it. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't I? Because they're three and a half. But they won. Yeah, but if they only won by three, bro, that works the opposite way. What are you talking about? You took no, Carolina beat you, New Orleans no, New straight Orleans. up. Yeah, they were an underdog. I no, bet say, the money line. So, so New Orleans wins by three. I would have not have won. You get the spread, but you don't. You, you do not get the nothing. spread. It's a money line bet. Do you know what money line means? Yes. You, have to, we you bet in the game. Yes. Yeah. I thought we took that out. No. I didn't mean to get in a fight with you. I'm explaining to you, like, here's what it was. Yes, I know what the money that line is. That makes more sense to why one would be rewarded five points for an underdog pick. And you're forced to pick a money line on underdog because it's it's you're you're forced to do it once a week. Now the Cincinnati underdog pick by Nagel was—I mean, that's a—that's a trash pick. It's only two and a half point spread. I think we should put in there that it has to be at least a three point spread in order for someone to declare an underdog. Because two and a half—that means that's 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 a toss up in Vegas. They're only getting that because of the stadium they're playing in. Well, right. It's just a home field advantage swing. Yeah, so I think it has to be three or more. I—I I honestly think there shouldn't be a solid number. They should all be. They should all be halves because I think you should get rid of pushes. Packers game should have been a push. Well, not, I don't know. It shouldn't have been because they won. 
Yeah, but they they should have whatever. <laughs> what do you mean? They won by like eighteen, didn't they? It's, yes, but if if they would have fucked up, it would have they could have easily made it set to eleven. Then that fourth and one, if you don't fuck up that, if you have yeah, better... that's why the end of the game was intriguing. There isn't yeah, many but that's pushes what I'm saying, in why general. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have a solid number because then you have pushes. In our in our instance, obviously betting line pushes don't matter to them because it's it's a I don't even know if they Bro, win any. You're you're twisting yourself up. You're twisting yourself up. I think you're both full of shit. Well, you don't even know how betting works. That's why I don't do it. No, I don't. I I don't understand why you would have a solid number. What do you mean? Why would I have a solid number? Why would you have eleven and not like a ten and a half or a nine or eleven and a half? I don't know. That's fine. I don't care if you want to change all that. I thought. Don't you just copy it in no, from what no, the I'm spreads saying, are? I'm saying as a as like like Vegas. If you're because if, you if they to, push, then it's they don't win or lose. Like whatever. Understand that. I don't know. Why would you, why would you top just of the first Brewers Cardinals are off? Because half a points matter a lot, pushes. dude. We're scoreless. Yeah, like Runner three on, versus three out. and a half is a wild difference. But you think eleven? I mean, eleven and a half to a nine and a half or ten and a half. Could have made a drastic difference this past weekend. Yeah, if, that's why if, they're so good at what they do. Why are we Why are we discussing about how odds makers make their lines? They're the most skilled. That's why you listen to Vegas because Vegas knows because they have money involved. They're not ESPN where they're just making up shit. Oh right, but I'm just saying why wouldn't the you most just professional get rid of analysis of sports happens in Vegas? You don't get to hear about it though. You either look at the money line. You get to, you get to look at the spreads. I would they know. say get rid of pushes. Because look at the Packers or Lions game. It came right down to it. The Lions would have scored been 11. Yeah. They've been fucking right on it. Well, Dallas, Dallas, God damn it! Dallas and the fucking Chargers. Fucking Tyler O'Neal with a two-run homer. Fuck! God, we haven't even gotten to the Brewers yet. Brewers are down. Dallas, somehow you Two to nothing in the top of the first. Well, we just lost the connection on one of the Sorry, cameras. Sorry, I freaked out. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we lost it on that one. God. That was a fucking Fred Anderson. Fuck. Well, he just came off the IL, so, I mean. Oh, Neil has just been murdering them, too. My God. Goldschmidt gets a goddamn hit with one out. That got intense. That's how they are right now. Sorry. Though. I didn't know what you were doing for a second. I was about ready to cut you guys off because I was about to lose my shit. No, I'm just kidding. I just, it's like, come on. Like, Milwaukee, we can't do this now. Yeah, you cannot get swept at home. <sighs> they are. Ah! Why is Brennan Anderson getting stuck today? Put a stopper in there. Well, you can. You you announced that Hauser's gonna throw tomorrow. Why don't you just throw Hauser today? Because you didn't know who Burns was gonna. Tomorrow. You didn't know who was gonna throw tomorrow. And then or run today. Burns tomorrow. It's just come on, Craig. I love you. You're doing a great job. But I am so tired of this fuck around shit. 
play baseball. Everybody else is. The Dodgers are still throwing out Scherzer and Bueller and everybody. They're all trying to still win their division. We haven't even won the fucker yet. Yeah, I'm tired. We keep playing this way. We aren't going to wrap up the division. We'll be the wild card. Brett Anderson. We've been since sucking three when? since what, Friday? <sighs> Blood pressure is up. Why couldn't he start against the Mets? Why could he not start against the Mets? Why don't you run Hauser and Burns the end this series? Come on. So far this is so far this is the most important series of the season, and you aren't throwing I, I don't know. God damn it. Don't even What's the lineup? Yelich back at three. God! Why? Colton Wong leading off. Escobar, Yelich in the three hole. He's been just terrible. Avi in the four. Omar Narvaez, five. Urias, six. Jace Peterson, seven. Locaine, eight. Yelich needs to be right where Jace Peterson is. What do you know? Nolan Arenado gets a base hit with one out. So we've got three hits with one out. Adamas is not playing. Why? I don't know. They're just, really just played played last night. Everything. Just played last night. Let's just let's just fuck around. Oh, dude, I hate the Cardinals so much. The, I hate the Cardinals so much. They're one of the teams you didn't want in. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. My biggest thing is we can't. I know we're up what nine and a half. They're gonna get us. That can fall really fast, especially the way the Cardinals are <laughs> Good playing. Thing we only have we eleven play games left. But we got to play them next week. Three games. Nine and a half. You got three with them. You, you got, got three, three more with, the with them next Dodgers, week. Dodgers, the end of the yeah. The Mets, the Mets who are who are going to throw everything they have. They have to because like, they're trying to make chance. a wild card. And what if are they we still, end up a wild they're, card, they're we get the Dodgers or San Francisco. We've played well against the West, but I'd rather the Cardinals go and do Bro. it. <laughs> if that would happen, that'd be the biggest collapse of all time, and we we just it's going to be depressing. Yeah. Well, it's starting to feel like, what are we doing here? Like, Cardinals are up four games now in the wild. Yeah, card. in the wild wow. card, it's pretty much wrapped up because the, is you got the Reds tomorrow, keep too. pissing on their pants, and even like the Mets East, are out of it. The There's Phillies, the Phillies keep throwing up everywhere. Throwing up the Reds? No, the, well, the Reds are just atrocious. They're I mean, fucking. But like the Phillies have had chances to get in, and they just keep shitting their pants. Like they're just like they can't do it. The wild card was at a game and a half. Now it's four. Now it's four. That was like a, just a couple days ago. Yeah, I'm sorry to break up your guys' little argument, but I just it that ha- I saw that and I just I about my head about popped off. Yeah, I mean it seems like the Brewers have a lot to turn around to be able to. They got to go back to the Cubs. Series. Brandon Woodruff pitched well last night, but the big thing is, is he get his pitch count's going to get deep because he doesn't have a putaway pitch. Everything he throws is hard and straight. I mean, yeah, he's, he doesn't have the movement that Freddie's got. He doesn't have the movement that Corbin's got. He doesn't have the mover, movement that Hauser's got. I mean, it's just, oh, take a deep breath. We're going to win tonight. We're down 2 nothing. Top of the first, two outs now, thank God. Their hitting's been off. Hitting's been off, but it's like when you're – Wong has hit terrible against the Cardinals, and we still have to finish up with him. You got – Tonight you got Wong, Escobar, Yelich, Garcia, Narvaez, Urias, Peterson, Kane, and Anderson. Anderson, two-thirds of an inning, three hits, two earned so far. Crazy thing to look at is out of all the teams that are still playoff eligible and stuff, the Cardinals' run differential is only plus seven. They're literally the, what the, they're just winners. 
well, they're exactly what the Brewers have been in previous years, and the Brewers are exactly whoever they were chasing down was. What are they on, 11-game win streak? 10. They're on 10. Jeez, we're getting dark in here. Well, last time that the – who was who else? The Yankees, and they really fell off after that. They fell off after that, but they're just – I don't know. Look at these guys. They're ready to play. I can't stand it. I That fucking Tyler O'Neill. I hate it. doesn't even look like a baseball player. What is he? Last night they were like, he looks like a running back in the NFL. He looks like something's wrong with him. But, man, is he talented. Paul Goldschmidt, Arenado, Edmund, Carl – I mean, they're fucking Harrison Bader. They're just – that's – I honestly thought Tyler O'Neill was Harrison Bader for a long time until I realized it was a different player. Different player. Well, then you got Nicholas tonight. Oh, like, he'll just he'll just magically find he'll, his he'll Cy Young be dazzling. Yep, he'll he'll find exact Nicholas. That's why I said today he was he was a Cy Young candidate for a couple of years, wasn't he? Like in the conversation, like top like He's fifteen up, probably. There. Well, last night you would have thought Woodford was a Cy Young candidate too. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. It's just like, this is what they it's just, Cardinals. Oh yeah. my god, I can't believe we're talk Mike fucking Maddox. That's the problem. Yep. He's been the pitching coach for 50 fucking years ever since he left Milwaukee. Actually, I think he went from Milwaukee to the Rangers and then where he's at now with St. Louis. But Yeah, he came Maddox. there. With, I don't think he's been there. Was Mike he there with Larusa? I'm pretty sure Mike Maddox is with Larusa. I know he's been I know he was with uh Matheny. But it's just I'm probably not going to miss out too far on St. Louis. They're probably going to end up with over 90 wins for Christ's sake. Hey, and I'm not either actually because I had I had the Brewers win in '94 or '96, I think '96. Be lucky to get there now. Yeah, right now they're oh, just. Oh, we can't do. We got 11 games. We're left. being a little negative. We're being a little. I know negative. we're negative, but it's just like, and I'm sorry that I've nine and out. a half games up. I've been very positive and very upbeat about them all season because it's just when we've when we've fallen behind, we come back and win. Last night started spinning a baseball. Felt like, oh, this is gonna work. Gonna work. We get the leadoff guy on, then strike out, strike yeah. out in the dirt. It's like, come on, focus, focus, focus. They played, so they like, played well all year. Most of these guys. That I mean, Luis Urias batting two fifty right now. I I don't think anybody thought he'd hit twenty one homers. Dude, he's he's a star. And it's just like, and we are gonna have some little road bumps, but we keep playing uh, Pablo Reyes and Jackie Bradley Jr. JBJ start. I am planters done. fasciitis. He's got plantar fasciitis. All right, he's done. Good. So is that is that what's good? Gonna, I'm sorry. I, I don't I want him to be he, hurt. Don't want him to be hurt. Want him to be a part of it because he's a he's a great defender. I love him. I love him. I oh I look back at something where he's I, an awesome player. Probably I look back and listen to one of our now. things where I was so excited that we had Jackie Bradley Jr. He can't hit now. If you go on the Instagram tailgate takes, I actually have a little video where I was welcoming Jackie Brad, Jackie Bradley Jr. and being so excited yeah, as you should have been. I mean, it was a, I thought it was a great signing at the time. He's made some defensive plays that have turned games around. He's made that turned innings around. Right now, it's just he can't hit. Yeah, he, he, he can't. He, he can't steal first base. I would say There's a lot of guys that can't do that. The struggle that we have right now is going back to the 2018 season, back when we had a win to get in, or not get in, but win the division, and then we went down to St. Louis and swept them. They're doing, yeah. They've reversed roles. So we got them next so week there. That's that's kind of the part we're at right now. I also don't really like how they don't. They aren't that great at home. Why? 
Why? Their thing. They're the best team on the road. In Which is awesome. Cool. But, like, Jesus. We can't. Here's what I'm worried about. Thank God, yes, they will not be playing a one-game wild card to start the playoffs. But, jeez, man, a five-game series is tight. You can't come out and lose two. You're going to lose the first two at home? You can't. We've lost three straight at home. Woody, are you going to get blown up one of the games? Like, He didn't get blown up I last night. I know that, but, just, but, like, every other now. But the thing, too, is the thing, too, with him is he's got, I think he has 29 starts as of last night. I think 29 he starts. He pitches, they can't score. They can't score. I'm not saying but, we're not being unreasonable, but I also but said this team might be the best team ever. He's also like, given up runs in the first inning in 13 of the 29 starts. That's not a good stat. You no, can't fall behind early. That's a good early. stat to have there. Well, that's, you cannot fall behind like that. Especially when you get in the playoffs. No, because four no. runs wins you a ball game. Fuck, one game changes the whole outlook of the game. Two runs right now. What? How do you feel about two runs right now? I'd be excited as shit if we could score two runs. I know, but how do you feel about being down to right I don't now? like I'm it right now. I well, don't like it right you, now because you playoffs, know it's going to be a bullpen game tonight. If playoffs started today, which game is Woodruff starting? Woodruff, in my eyes, would be starting like game three. <clears throat> no, no. He's I know two. they won't. He's got to be two. I, the, I, I, would I, think, I think he's going to be one because I think Council's just like infatuated. Well, he he gave him the, the opening he's day He's done start. it before, too. He gave him the opening day Well, he's start. been just like kind of yeah locked in as number one forever. I just... Ever I since see the Burn. spider want- tech shit, all the, all that stuff, he hasn't been the same. Ever since like they started really buckling down on the stuff, he has not been the same. Corbin Burns is your number one. He should start game one. Realistically, I start Freddie Peralta game two because if you have to blow that game up and you can make it a bullpen game, you do it knowing that you have Brandon Woodruff in game three and potentially Adrian Hauser or Eric Lauer to go game four if you don't already bring back fucking Corbin Burns. That's what. That's why I don't think you can one, run. You can't. You have to run your, them one and two. Your second or third game, you have to be ready to blow it up potentially. If you have to, if it gets, if if things start getting hairy, you have to be able to make that. Got some like, deer moving. If there are any hunters on there, got some deer. Some big moving. box. Is it's that down here? Somebody go get a deer right now, right now live. It's just. I think if there is a game to blow up and make a bullpen game in the playoffs, it's game two. Because game two, then you have a day off because you're going to have a travel day. You have game three. Then game four, you have other options. You have you either go to your Hauser or Lauer, or based on depending on what you do with Corbin Burns, or how the other did, guy did in game two, if he was short, maybe you can bring him back in some kind of a role and like, Maybe a middle inning guy if Lauer or whoever can't get game four going. Yeah, I just right now your pen's not looking great though. Well, think about how awesome this Hater's looks. scaring me a little bit more because yeah. he's he's going. I know he hasn't gotten a lot of big big inning work, like big clutch inning work. But part of me likes that he's getting tested because I think it's good practice. But yeah, part of me thinks he's lost a little bit of control. Yeah, he's all over the place. He's walking guys three strikeouts, three walks. It's like well. And, and then the one strikeout he had the other night was, like, so borderline, I don't even know that – I don't know how he got it after how he was all over the place. And the way it was caught. Yeah. Then you got Boxberger gave up three. Cousins gave up one last night. So the Brewers finish up here tonight with – or no, tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow afternoon they finish up. You got Hauser, I think, going for the Brewers. Tonight we're still sitting with, uh, with old Anderson – I mean, Brad Anderson. Brad Anderson pitched. It's pitched pretty well, like this year. It's just 
But the Brewers went down in order. Wong, Escobar, Yelich all went down in order. Like that, the top of the order is going to have to get something going. I, I don't know what the uh, exact stats were, if anybody struck out. or It's just, why is Yelich got to be like this? What happened? What what happened? How can you go from hitting 40-plus home runs, batting 330, to this? What is going on? Banging on a trash can. Looks like Wong lined out, Escobar <clears throat> struck out, and Yelich lined out. That's we're making solid contact. If we're so Nicholas is going to have a freak game. Sweet. Ah, we're going to light his ass He up. might as well get good, too. So the Cardinals have... Just the yeah, best rotation now, even though I all of them suck. But it's it's Mike Maddox. He's been there, done that. He's he's done it all. I said it with Lester. Go get him because if you don't, someone else will. And be Cole Hamels again. And it is. Because guess who figures it out when the time comes? The old veteran who's been there. He still has the stuff. Get get put put freaks like that in competition, they're gonna at least be productive. That's what baseball is. I am. It's it. You find these veterans, and you find people who perform at the end. Well, experience, not it's us. Just, I mean, we go find veterans called Jeff Supon and Daniel Soup. Norris. Soup yeah. pitch, great. It's I. I'm not saying that we're you can't done. Say that you went and got Kane. Kane introduced you to 2018. Well, pitching wise, I know they've never done pitching. Well, they went and got Geo. Oh, we got that Kyle year. Loesch. That was big. No. <laughs> talking about trades, dude. No, I'm just saying, bring him back. Veteran, we brought him back when he was wore out. I think he had like one decent. Well, yeah, they're real famous. They're real, real famous for uh, the getting the guy a year too late. But then you'd also also say like fucking the year they brought back Geo was like he's like almost our number one. Like they don't like you look at John Lester. He's like they're three, three, four, like. We haven't got a guy that's just gonna because think if, Adam Wainwright just think if they rose had, from the dead. Yeah, the think guy if thought they he was retired. I thought he was done. I think bet you he'll be back. Because was he not terrible last like three years? Yeah, I think he's he was. Down. He, he's, Injured, he's been down, but he hasn't been dog shit. But think if they had Jack Flaherty. I won't be surprised if him. Don't they have back him next year? No, he he's on. He's out for the year. Oh, thank God! Thank yeah, God! So Wainwright, back and they don't have Hicks either. with where's he at? IR out. Did something to his arm again. Jesus, yeah. So it's like so they you throw that so there's, But their there's bullpen's like locked that. in out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Last night, last night that Gallegas or whatever the fuck his name was, Jesus. Just throwing balls in the dirt. All, he was all over the place. He was erratic, and we swung and missed that it. shit. It's like that's that's experience. Like those guys have to be better at the plate. Like have have a smart at bat late in the game. Like I, that's why I'm. I, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, Daniel Vogelbach will just pinch it. Fuck that. Play him. He's one of your better hitters. He is a disciplined hitter. He can go up there and take a pitch that's borderline. Well, I just wonder when he's going to, like, turn the switch. Like, I, nobody's been pushed outside of their boundary of health this year. So, like, why not turn it on? Because you look back at the previous this years. This is the, the time to you, do you it. You look the – it seems like they can make it for like six weeks being full throttle, like yep. Craig likes to manage. And I want to believe in Craig's statement today where he said that even, or I think it was last night, he said eventually we're going to bust out of this and we're going to put a big number up on the scoreboard. It's going to happen. Well, it's like we're running out of time. 
Sounds like Jack Flaherty would be starting game two of Friday's doubleheader. He's coming back. That's what I thought. I thought I saw his name on there. Oh, I thought he was like, I thought they were shutting him down. No, Hicks is down. Hicks is done. I knew he was done. (laughs) Dude. Oh, fuck. (sighs) So we'll see Flaherty next week. We'll see him because we play them. Do we play them in the middle of the week? No, we play them right away. Because we we play the Mets, Cardinals, and then go to the Dodgers. Yeah, we got the card. We got the um, Matt, or oh, we still have the Cubs. Cardinals on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So he'll pitch on Friday, Saturday. So we have Saturday, we still have the Sunday, Cubs, Monday, though? Tuesday, Wednesday. So he'll oh, pitch you're at might be Thursday. God, getting bad with the mosquitoes. Yeah, no, I, yeah, just got, I, I got my hair cut and yeah, they're and they, eating my they head. They bit the side of my head. <laughs> mean bastards. All right. So, Milwaukee, we got 11 games left counting tonight. I think we end up winning seven, eight of them. I think, I think we will figure out a way. The Mets the Mets are kind of just – they're as big a dumpster fire as there is in baseball. How can you have that much talent and just – see, that's the other thing that's scary too. They have a lot of talent. You're going to have Francisco Lindor, Javi Baez, the polar bear, What? What are the, what's his name? Uh Oh, oh God! Uh, Played for the for the yeah. Mallards. Big home run hitter. Alonzo, Pete Alonzo, Pete Alonzo. I mean, you got some. And I know they got a lot of other good guys. Thank God. I don't think Degrom. I don't think he's is he done? Did they shut him down? So we won't have to worry about he's seeing down. him. Got a comment from Nick Kirking. Nick, what's everyone get a fresh haircut tonight or what? Looking good, Taylor Mickey. Not you, Noggle. Oh, you gonna miss another field goal? The Vikings, you guys want to miss an extra point? How about a 37-yard field goal, Nikki? <laughs> Little Nikki? Did Nikki? you hear that call from Paul Allen? Nikki. Yes. Oh, oh, my God, it's gone! No, it's wide right. He missed it, right? Oh, my God. He missed so it, right? Bad. That was so bad. Nick, I'm sorry. Hey, and thanks for giving me the shout-out that go Lions because uh, we kicked the piss out of him. I am a Dan Campbell guy, however, though. I really do like Dan Campbell. But, Nick, nice try. Keep smiling, big fella. Wow. He's just attacking him. You're fucking right. Come at me. <laughs> Don't worry, Nick. I might have a surprise for you in uh, Pick'ems this week. Hey, I picked the Vikings last last week, and they fucking... Well, did they cover? No, they did not. Uh, or did they? I think they did. I think that was one of the ones I got right. Minnesota did cover. Because they, they only lost by one. Did I not say that last week pick pick against the Saints forever? Because I don't think they're good. I don't think they're very good either. And they just got waxed. So, for scoring-wise, Taylor had Green Bay 34-21. I had him 34-17. Yeah, you were Noggle real close then. 34-27. Noggle... Just thought it'd be a great idea to pick Detroit. So did fucking AJ Hawk. So did AJ Hawk. Well, great minds think alike. I just, you know, Rogers just goes on there and says, "The way Did somebody on here take uh, the way they Detroit played? Cover? The way they played on on uh, the first week? I'm surprised that we all picked them to score thirty some points. Realistically, we all picked them thirty four. Yeah, yeah, right around there. I mean, I think so, I did 35, didn't I? No, we were all 34, 34, 17, 34, 21, 34, 27. This week, we got some picks. I actually, I, I think there's going to be some good things coming out of week three. 
I don't know about you guys. There is going to be some damn good football games. Have you guys been preparing to watch the Thursday night football game? No, who is it? Thursday night's going to be a good one. Wow, mosquitoes are bad. I know they're bad. I actually almost took, uh, well, in my four-pick-em league, I, I was going to take, take Carolina to cover. Yeah, I don't it, think I ever got back to you on that, the four-pick-em league. I just sent it out. I mean, you can join it whenever you want, if okay. you want to join. I just, it's I, 10 bucks a week. i got to look into that. I, There's 160-something people in there. So Holy shit. Where at? A four-pick-em league. Hmm. Pick four teams a week. If you want in, let me know. I'll send you a, send you a thing. I need not, to figure out how to gamble again. I mean, we need to get some gambling in Wisconsin. This gotta go down to Dubuque. I thought about that. I just slip into the Iowa and just make some bets. Well, you had Troush, and then he was weird Jump about ship. that. Where the fuck has he been, by the way? Troush, we're calling you out. I'm dead. Yeah, he's still there. He's dead. He's been deceased. Oh, he doesn't even respond to the snap group or no. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he needs to be like locked away, just like Mickey. Like Mickey. Let's get into this. Are we ready? I'm gonna for, dominate are we ready this week for some again. picks yet? Hold on. Let me let's go back. Quick. Let's go to the records. Taylor's fifteen and seventeen on picks. I'm seventeen and fifteen. Noggle is sixteen and sixteen. Total points. Taylor twenty three. I'm at twenty five. Noggle's at twenty two. Well, I'm doing it just like fantasy football. I want to come from behind and win. Like right now, I'm 0-2 in fantasy football, but I made some pickups this, this uh, well, I guess this morning that went through. I'm feeling pretty confident about I see that you got the uh, wideout I wanted. I tried to get the kid from uh, Arizona. Rondale Moore from Arizona, but you got him. And then Boone got Bobby Wagner because I tried to pick him up. But I did end up landing the uh, Raiders. I think I got the Raiders kicker. Kirk Cousins. Uh, I picked up somebody else, too, that I was pretty excited about. Obviously, I'm so excited, I can't even remember who it was, but I'll pull it up here. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? You don't even want to fucking know. Another homer? What? I don't even want to go there. Do it. We're down We're down 5 nothing. Oh, my God. That is just atrocious. Why? Edmund hit a sack fly, Sosa scored, and Bader. Then O'Neal doubled the left, Goldschmidt scored. So Goldschmidt's like two for two, two runs scored. It's the top of the second, two outs. We still have fuckhead Anderson in there. Dude, why Five is he? Five to nothing. Oh, St. my Lewis. gosh. Oh, boy. Huh. Well, let's get the picks in so I can go home and drink myself into a sadness wow oh. why is this happening stop the bleeding please oh my gosh then and then the thing that sucks is tomorrow's an afternoon game there'll be nobody at miller park either it won't even be it's like on a youtube home, that's a plus it won't even be like a home game because school's in there won't people be working Get swept by the Cardinals. Sucks, dude. Like I could literally like shed a fucking tear right now. I'm like just sick. I just all year I'm like wait. Right now for that it. right now if we get swept that drops it to a seven and a half game lead. I don't think we're, we're gonna lost piss that away. But man, we're losing all momentum going into the most important 
part. Well, the fucking the magic playoffs. number hasn't moved since Friday. You're at three, and now you've been at three ever since. I got a mosquito bite on my damn forehead. Yeah, dude, I guess got eaten. Well, Can you imagine if picks. Burns loses tomorrow? He's not pitching. Or Hauser. Hauser's on the mound tomorrow. Hauser's gonna be electric. Fucking, we gotta get, see. This is the thing. Stop the bleeding before it gets out of hand, Craig. It was three to nothing, four to nothing. It was four to nothing, and you keep him in, and then now it's five. It's gonna be seven, and then he'll be like, "Well, I guess Brett didn't have it today, so then now we wasted Ashby, and then we'll waste or we'll put Suter out there. Well, we can get back in the game. It's like come prepared to win the game." Quit overthinking. I'm so sick of analytics and all the fucking. I know most of them pan out, but some sometimes it's like just keep playing the way you were playing right all year. year. Oh boy! Damn it! It's so right. depressing. Get us some music, Taylor. We got to get upbeat again and pick our fucking week three NFL. Woo! Week three picks. It's time. It's week three. We pick them, you choose them, NFL. It's Sam Darnold. And the Carolina Panthers hand in or head into Houston to take on the Texans Thursday night. Carolina is an eight-point favorite. That is my lock of the week. Ooh. Carolina is my defense that I just picked up on fantasy football. They are playing really well the right lock. now. Carolina, Carolina. Carolina by eight. I mean, I don't know who the hell is David Sills or Mills or I don't even know his goddamn name for the Houston Texans, but I can tell you right now, that fucker ain't going to do shit. Carolina's <laughs> taking that eight and a half. Home is where my heart is still beating. Carolina, Parmalee. I love Carolina. Carolina is good. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and the Cardinals who just squeaked by the Vikings head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Arizona is a seven-point favorite. I think the Cardinals cover and blow out the Jaguars. Kyler, moving on into a real MVP conversation. I mean, I just picked up Rondell Moore, and I got DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to carry me to another victory in fantasy this week. Going 3-0. Come on. The Colts and Carson Wentz and his busted ankles. I don't know if he's playing or not. They head to Tennessee to take on Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, who went off. The Titans are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the Titans. I like it. Derrick, we share the last name Henry, will continue. And I have a weird prediction, but he will be a top-two MVP candidate by the end of the year. I mean, is Carl Wentz starting or is Jacob Eason starting? I don't have a clue. I don't even know if that's backup's name. I got the Titans. The Ravens and their big balls who go for it and beat the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football head to Detroit to take on the knee-biting Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell. Ravens, minus eight. Ravens all day. Baltimore, you know what it is. I like Baltimore. I think they're rolling. Lions are a mess. The football team heads to Buffalo to take on Bills. The Bills are a seven and a half point favorite. My upset 
I got the football team. Whoa, underdog. You want Washington to beat Buffalo? I do. Washington. Wow. That's a ballsy. Taylor man. Heineke. That defensive line. Create some pressure. I don't know if they're going to win, but I got them covering in seven and a half. Buffalo's going to keep rolling. Jameis Winston looked like old Jameis. He heads off to play the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. The Pats are a three-point favorite. I've got the same. This is my underdog of the week. Famous Jameis will be coming back. New England, I think they're a real team. The Chargers head on to Arrowhead Stadium to play the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs coming off a tough loss. Chiefs are six and a half. I got the Chiefs winning big. I would have said that, but in division, Justin Herbert, I got something weird happening here. I got the Chargers covering that six and a half. Give me the best barbecue joint in the world to send some Tidy Hollow Farms beat pork down to. Give me KC. Matty Ice and the Falcons head in to play the Giants, and I don't even know his name, but he played really well on on Thursday night. Daniel football. Jones. Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Daniel. Fast. The Giants are a three-point favorite. I've got the Falcons. G man, Daniel Jones, I think is a real player. Atlanta, they got to get their first win at some point. Mr. Justin Fields is going to get his first start as a Chicago Bear. He's heading off to Cleveland to take on Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and the Browns. Cleveland, a seven-point favorite. I'm taking Cleveland. Bear down. Justin Fields, first start. Ain't going well. Pittsburgh took an ass-beating by John Gruden and the Vegas Raiders last week. They are going to host Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh, three-point favorite. I sadly, they're oddly going with the Bengals. Pittsburgh, Joe Burrow's going to be on his ass all game. I got the Pittsburgh. Joe Broadway Burrow is going to lead my underdog of the week to a money line victory against Pittsburgh. I hate I, I like that. I like that. The Tua-less Miami Dolphins head out to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Vegas minus four. Vegas in a big route. They, they, they wake up. The Raiders and Johnny G. I got John Gruden and the Raiders. After the four picks, the Jets fly in to the Broncos. Denver's an 11-point favorite. I'm going to give the Jets. I'm going I'm to take the Jets. I'm going Jets. That's too big. Big. 11's too big, but guess who I took last week with 11? The Green Bay Packers. Denver's going to kill them again. The Bucks and Tom Brady head out to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. I got a matchup going against Mickey, so I'm definitely, definitely taking the Rams because I've got, what's his goddamn, I can't even think. Stafford? Matthew Stafford. I got the Rams there, one-point underdog. I got the Rams. I got Tom Brady, so I'm obviously going Tampa. <sighs> I'm going Tampa, too. Going Tampa, too, defense? Absolutely. I'm mad 
The Seahawks and Russell Wilson, his league-leading percentages in passing. They head on to take on the Minnesota Vikings, who have lost by a mere four points this season. The Seahawks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the Vikings at home. I'm going out to my bald friend, Nick Kirking. This is my pick for you. Probably one of the only times I'll pick Minnesota, because I hate Seattle. Minnesota. I'm going Seattle, and that's my lock of the week. Lock it up. The Packers head out to play the 49ers. Fuck the 49ers. We owe them one. We are a three and a half point dog. I've got the Packers by 10. Mm. Wow. Come on, Green Bay. Come on, Wisconsin. Let's go. We're going I, to fucking I, San Fran and going to finally win. I pick them because I have to. The Eagles head off to play Mike. McCarthy and the Jerry Jones Cowboys. Dallas, a four-point favorite. Dallas only. This is my lock of the week. Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. Give me four points with Philly. Packers score. I got 31, or sorry, 24-21 the Niners. I don't think they can't win. Wow. I'm going to say Green Bay 37. And we'll give the San Francisco 49ers 21. You can't have that many bad road games to warm states with, I can't trust you. Like they, they, they cannot handle that shit. I'm going Green Bay 31, San Fran 27. We're going to make a statement on Sunday night football. No. Why didn't you pick one your underdog then? Didn't want to. I believe in the football team. Mm -mm. They're scary. That defense is good. All right. And if Taylor Heineke and those guys can run and play the, play the way they did on Thursday Night Football, I know it was Danny Dimes and the Giants. I like the football team. Episode 36. 36. Wow. Brewers, we got to get going here. Wake up. I don't, I don't even turn the game on. 